Hi, we are Kids Learning for Queer. Welcome back to another episode. And today we're going to be talking about bullying and slurs in schools. of 13 to 20 year olds identify as exclusively heterosexual and 65% of millennials aged 21 to 34 identify as exclusively heterosexual. That shows how much our numbers or the number, the amount of queer or LGBTQIA plus people out there are growing. There are so many of us and it's not because of genetics or other things. It's because Finally, people are actually learning more about it. We're finally taking steps in the right direction, so we shouldn't stop now. We need to continue taking these steps to equality, equity, to not people not being ashamed of themselves for being LGBTQIA+, and not being shamed by their peers. One of the biggest issues in the LGBTQIA plus community is bullying by, not by adults. It's somewhat, it's not necessarily bullying by adults that is a fear, but more so a fear of adults knowing. But for the most part, it's their peers bullying them for the way they are. And it's not because it's wrong. It's not because they are these people are bad it's just what they've been taught if we can teach them otherwise if we can teach them to not bully kids based on anything but also primarily i mean not necessarily primarily queer and lgbtqia plus but this is what we are talking about here so primarily for what we're talking about, LGBTQIA+, and being that, or supporting that. And bullying is awful no matter what, but we need to reduce bullying in the areas where there is the most bullying. And it doesn't even have to be bullying straight to your face. Like, someone doesn't have to come up to you and be like, oh, you identify as non-binary? That's really weird, you're invalid. While that does happen and that is awful, it could be just something like seeing that happen to someone else. And then are you going to tell them that you're non-binary so that you can be treated the same? No, you're not, unless you are very brave. Um, but it can just make you want to hide. And if you see someone else getting bullied, bullied you're not going to um, like put the same um, things they're getting bullied for on yourself. And you're just going to hide. And you're not going to be able to express yourself and this bullying it really um it can take away years of this child's life by having to hide or um having to pretend that they're someone they're not and it can be really harmful to someone's sense of identity to have to hide who they are from people and also, in addition to what Cole has said and the other thing I discussed earlier, 
Another way of bullying is not even straight to their face, just seeing other people getting bullied, but behind your back. Most middle school and high school students and people of that age will talk about people behind their backs because people have opinions about people that they will tell their friends, but they don't want to tell them to their face. And talk, every, talk, every sense of talking behind someone's back isn't awful. I mean, there are some people that are just sharing an opinion and talking about it because of what someone else has done to them. But in the cases we're talking about, they are talking and saying horrible things about these LGBTQIA plus kids that are their peers because they're LGBTQIA plus. And it's the hearing it behind their back that is, in my opinion at least, the most destructive. Because you know they feel this way, but they don't know you know, and it's the sense of hiding who you are and also hiding the fact that other people are ashamed of you for this. And that can grow to being ashamed of yourself. Yeah, and another point is that this talking behind your back once again. It could just be the phrase, that's gay, or using um, some, um, using those terms, LGBTQIA plus terms, as insults is very, um, deprecating, deprecating, yes, and just hearing that invalidates you, or maybe they don't know you're non-binary, but they say, oh, non-binary people aren't valid, that is really going to hurt your feelings, and you're going to be like, oh, like, maybe you don't feel you're not valid yet, because you're like, oh, they don't support LGBTQIA+, why should I listen to their opinion? But after hearing that all day, all year, like all of your school career, it's kind of weighed down on you. And if it doesn't, you are very strong. And I'm sure that is a very select few. And there are kids that need help. And all this stems from kids not being educated about it. And when they are introduced to it, it's foreign to them and they don't accept it. And so they take it out on the kids that are LGBTQIA+, and saying they're the ones that are wrong, and that they are different, and just pushing them aside and saying they're invalid because they weren't taught about this from a young age. Or maybe they were, and they were taught that it's not right. And that's even worse. And that is why if it was incorporated into schools, all these problems, they wouldn't go away. But bullying would die down in this area, and the overall life of LGBTQIA plus kids in the future would be much better. And obviously, cold doesn't mean just non-binary people. That was just the example no. that he was using in that instance. We mean uh, part of the we mean the entire community yes. when we say these. We're just using that as a specific advance, uh, example. I just wanted to clarify that, so no one felt left out. Um, 
And then here, I have some statistics that I'm just gonna share and then just we'll discuss after. Um, four in 10 LGBTQI plus youth say that the community in which they live isn't accepting of LGBTQI plus people. Uh, queer youth are two times more likely than their peers to be physically assaulted or kicked or shoved at school. And one, a 26% of queer youth say that their biggest problems involve not being accepted by families, bullying at school, and a fear of coming out. So two of those 100% involve school because obviously bullying at school and then a fear of coming out even just because of the people at their school or surrounding them. And so these queer youth feel so attacked by their peers, but hearing it over and over again, as uh, Cole said, can be very deprecating. Uh, but it can, and it weighs you down, but it makes you think that they're right. And it makes you question your entire sense of self and being. And that is just so harmful to people, especially at such a young age where they're in their development, because that is the age where the people that they will become is formed. And so if they are not taught to love themselves and love others, among many other things, that can massively affect their adulthood, as you've heard us say many times. But some of those scars, you could say, hey, scars is a, yes, a legitimate word for this. Some of those scars are are unable to be healed. Sometimes the, these kids, these children endure such horrors that it can't, they can't be healed or saved or they can't be helped when they're older. And the fact that people are ruining other people's lives because of this is not okay and it needs to be changed. personally I mean for me personally I don't have a ton of issues when it comes to people being homophobic towards me among other things but it it just hurts my soul when I I hear and see things that are even just a little bit homophobic because it it just hurts me to see that these kids are taught this and are taught that this is okay. Okay, I'm gonna get into my story now. But um, basically, I think this was last week. Um, it was during PE, we were playing some game where you have to pull people's flags or whatever. I don't remember. And so um, one of these, uh, one of the girls in our grade was like, I it was in, an area where I could pull her flag and so I go over to like like I'm going to pull her flag and then she's I'm in mean, yeah, she she's not particularly good at athletics 
so I, I wasn't like super worried about it or anything and like I was just kind of like walking over there like almost like what are y'all doing why are y'all just like standing in our half talking or whatever um and so I walked over there and then they were like giggling and stuff and talking about stuff and then uh one of them goes if you touch me you're gay and just why why do people use gay as an insult it's not a bad thing it's not something to be ashamed of it's a way a person is and I, I my response was literally just well I am gay so you can shut up I slightly have regrets I I, I kind of wish I didn't say that because I because I, like I, I honestly just afterwards I was worried that they were just gonna go and tell the entire grade or something and then I like all the people in my grade that are homophobic were just gonna make fun of me and stuff. But luckily that hasn't happened. So I think I'm good, but it's just don't do that. And please, if you see someone else doing it, tell them to stop. Tell them that that is not okay and that is mean and rude and bullying. Cause it is in every definition of the word. I have a million of the same stories, particularly, it's hard work, I can't say that. Particularly, okay, I'm just gonna go with that. Um, during soccer, um, many people are homophobic. And, um, Which is weird is because weird. soccer. I, no, me and my friend it's looked this up. Soccer gay. statistically, statistically <laughs> has the most LGBTQIA but plus the people is, of any sport. Internalized homophobia, like yeah. people that are like part of the LGBTQIA plus um, community in denial, can often be the most homophobic of them all because they're not only fighting you, they're fighting themselves by saying, "Ew, that's gay. Don't be gay. That's weird." They're also fighting themselves, and, and that's internal. Oh, it, that's very self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. And like it's said, because okay. of what they were taught growing up and mm-hmm. how they were raised. Because and we need to stop raising our kids like this, which is why we are making this podcast. I'm gonna stop beating this table. If they weren't raised like that, they would be like out. They would be open, and they wouldn't be homophobic to themselves or to others. Um, but it is very weird how soccer is very homophobic. Like, even people will be like, if you score this, you're gay. Or if you don't score, you're gay. Or just random things like, ooh, that's so gay. Just like hearing that 20,000 times each practice, but like never used in a good way. It's just, it's mm. just, no, it's yeah. not what you want to hear. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Um, We hope that you 
learn something from this podcast or at least enjoyed listening to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we hope you take into mind some of the things we said in your life. And thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this because it is important and not a lot of people realize that. Um, but yeah, and have a great rest of your day, evening, or whatever time it is for you. And remember that you are amazing and loved and valid. Bye. Bye. Thank you.